Hello, you little colonels, and welcome to episode 90 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Blue Guys Permanent Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. Hey, guys. And our producer, Carrie. I like that. Colonels it can mean many different things <laughs> to many different people. Well, yes. Yes, it could. Yes. I know you're referring to popcorn kernels, but I guess, oh, I, spoiler. I, guess I am a colonel. I'm actually, I'm twice a colonel because yeah, I'm a colonel. I'm a Kentucky colonel, yeah. right? We've yeah. had that discussion before. Mm-hmm. And then my place of uh, employment are the colonels. I used to think that the Kentucky colonel thing was like so cool when I was younger because both my parents were Kentucky colonels. But it turns out anybody could just nominate you for it. Well, they I don't, mean, did they did they bring it back? I know somebody got rid of it. I don't want to say who. I yeah got rid of no, it. No, I think that the they it was it was put on hiatus for like a minute. Yeah. But I think that they did bring it back. And and is another colonel has to nominate you. Well, so, if there's yes. any other colonels out there, or I guess Carrie, if you wanted to, nominate I could. Me. John could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could just keep keep it in the the podcast family. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know where my. I think. We framed my certificate. I don't know where it is. <laughs> she get those um, um, license plates you can get for your car. The official, like your actual license right. plate. They were they. I, I get emails from them um, because technically they are a they are a um, uh, what do you call it a charitable organization. They actually do do fundraising <laughs> as part of the thing. But but you can uh, you can buy a, like Colonel branded things like you can get a license plate. They were sending out uh, they sent out emails every once in a while to, to say what they're you know you can buy. Mm-hmm. They used to send a paper catalog, but I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, they just sent out an email not too long ago saying that you could get some rocks glasses with the with the logo. That might be kind of cool. Yeah, we just have way too many glasses in this house, so yeah, just a few. Yeah, not many. I don't think he might need some more. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, need more bourbon. There's not nearly yeah, enough bourbon. That either. that we do not need. So. <laughs> well, it's glad to have you back, Renee. Mm. We missed you last week. Well, thank you guys for understanding. My husband came home from Africa. He'd been deployed for ten months and been gone eleven months. And he had just come home, and that was the first full day I was going to get to spend with him. So I appreciate you guys letting me uh, let me off the show for that. Of course, yeah, anytime. We barely held it together, but it was we close. made it through. It was close. Yes, well, oh, laughing. Everybody had to hear two history lessons. That's right. I don't know. I feel like I did a pretty good impression of you for the news. Oh, not really? an actual impression. Yeah, I, I wasn't so. making fun of you or anything. But well, and I like the I fact filled in for the news death. Yeah, and I like the fact <laughs> you're able to tie in one of our uh, food items on today's table into the history lesson. Yeah, from last week, so it ties in. And it was kind of unintentional. Yes, it's, it's yeah. very unintentional. Yeah. And for my next history lesson, when that comes back around, so you know, I did the worst, the worst thing ever invented in the wedge salad. The dumbest food <laughs> item ever invented is what is the wedge salad. I am going to talk to you, not this not this, this show, but next time when it comes back around to me, I'm going to talk to you about the best thing ever invented. Interesting. Speaking of wedge salads, someone at work yesterday literally said that their husband laughs at them all the time because they get a wedge salad and then they ask for it to be chopped up. <laughs> 
it's the dumbest <laughs> thing. It's 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 so dumb. And I was like, do they actually chop it up for you? Why are you ordering a wedge salad if you're having them chop it up? And she's like, I don't know. Sometimes they do it, and sometimes they just go, no, we're kind of busy. <laughs> just order a chopped salad then. I know it made me laugh. I was like, no, that's funny. I, why do you do that? I don't know <laughs> why you're doing that. Just order a salad. But wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. It really well, is one of the dumbest food inventions known well, to man. Well, you said it's the dumbest, but it's not the grossest. No, like, it's not the no, gross. No, 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 no. It, there's, there, it's not gross. It's just the fact that I'm paying for this thing, and now I got to do the work on it? No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Yeah, it is a conundrum. I don't know why one would do that. But. Well, so we've got a new Korean barbecue restaurant that's opened up, and... It's one of those that they bring the food to the table and you have a hot plate in the middle of your table and you cook your own food there as an experience. What are, what's your all's take on that type of thing? But see, that's an experience. Mm -hmm. When I go to Korean hot pot, Mm -hmm. I know what I'm getting. That's the experience Mm -hmm. of, of doing the hot pot and the cultural hot thing with the grilling. And, you know, it's super, obviously in, in a lot of different Asian cultures, they have that. So I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm paying for. I'm paying for that experience. Mm -hmm. Wedge salad is just a giant <laughs> hunk of lettuce on a plate with yeah, some they tomatoes. Just ahead and, of lettuce yeah, and, yeah. It on a plate. and then I got to do the work for it. No, right. no, 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 no. If I want a salad, I want it chopped up. I'm not doing. I'm not doing the chopping up. That's right. I was just it. curious. No, no, no. Yeah. I was just it curious how you felt about it. Such a huge mess when you're trying to chop it right? up. It just goes everywhere. It goes everywhere, and then it's just a. It, the other thing is, it's just a giant hunk of iceberg lettuce. Like you know, there's no any kind of mixed greens or romaine or anything going on with that. It's just a giant hunk of iceberg lettuce. So, no, 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 no. Yeah, with Korean hot pot or any, any of that kind of stuff, you know, I know what I'm going into. I, I'm paying for that experience. Yeah. Okay. The only time I like uh, iceberg lettuce as the base in my salad is when you go, not necessarily to Korean hot pot, but like you're going to hibachi or you're going to like like a Japanese restaurant and they bring you the little salad with the ginger dressing and then it's just uh, iceberg lettuce and a couple of carrots. I love that salad. I know. <laughs> That's fair. It's so plain, but it's good. That's a- it. And get some green tea, some hot green tea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's a place for iceberg yes. lettuce. Usually on my tacos. Yeah. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Usually a, my tacos. I'm a romaine girl. But you know, yeah. So for salads, I'm mixed greens, romaine, you know, any like, of that. I like mixed greens. Yeah. I will not for eat sure. arugula. Do not put arugula on See, my I salad. See, I thought... I, I, I like arugula. I like and arugula, I like too. Yeah. I thought I knew somebody who didn't like arugula, and it is you. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's spicy. and It, it has like a peppery taste to it, yeah. And it kind of tastes like dirt. <laughs> but maybe that's just me. I'm hung up on the dirt. I don't know. Well, and I guess maybe I shouldn't have called the wedge salad the dumbest <laughs> salad invention known to man because I was sent something that actually exists in this world. That's what I was. Yeah. You, a good segue. Yeah, thank you. I, I, I got there eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is this. I can't believe this exists. It does. This picture was legitimately sent to me. It was not photoshopped. It was not altered in any way. Um, but pumpkin spice has gone too far this time. It's gone way too far. Taylor Farms, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're smoking, but this is, you've you've gone too far. You've gone too far. At the Walmart in Frankfurt anyway, there exists, and it's on sale for $3.98, a pumpkin spice chopped salad kit. 
romaine blend, pumpkin spiced cornbread crouton crumble, cinnamon spiced pumpkin seeds with pumpkin pie style spiced vinaigrette. I don't ever want to know what pumpkin <laughs> pie style spiced vinaigrette tastes like ever. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, um, that's crossing a line. It's pretty gross. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, you can, I don't care, you can have pumpkin. Now that brand, Salad, actually has one that's the everyday. Uh, anything everything salad and it comes with a little packet of the the spice and it comes with croutons and all that and it's really good i mean i would eat pumpkin seeds in a salad mm-hmm. yeah but i don't want my salad doesn't need to be pumpkin spiced no like, gross there's enough pumpkin spice stuff there's something pumpkin spice on the table and that's yeah. fine but it doesn't need to be in my savory items. And and again, Sorry, it just yeah, I, I totally agree. I don't want salad on my pumpkin pie. I don't want pumpkin pie on my salad. I mean, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I did make chili this week and I put pumpkin in it, but not pumpkin pie filling. Not the pumpkin pie or pumpkin pie spice filling. Just plain just old canned Puree, pumpkin. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Y'all should try it. Makes it kind of creamy. Sure. Mm-hmm. And full of fiber. I don't know what's in it. <laughs> Now, Williams-Sonoma typically has a pumpkin pasta sauce this time of year, and I went to try to get some, and they did not have it this year, but I usually get it a couple jars uh, during the fall season, and I I actually, it took me a a couple bites for it to register, but I really do like it. I just, I don't want pumpkin spice lettuce. I just don't. (laughs) I don't. And I'm frankly, I don't know who does. Like who are they making? Who who are they making this product for? That's what I want to know. Probably like uh, Instagram influencers or something. That that seems like something they'd be like, oh my god, right? Let's try pumpkin spice salad. Yeah, it here's the discount code twenty percent off at Walmart. Right, it can't be for your general consumer. There's no way. There is no way. I think they're trying when fall comes to put pumpkin in absolutely everything they can put pumpkin into. Um, and so that was just something else that they tried. I mean, it probably won't even be out next year. Yeah, I mean, I like, guess... I, I Echoes would... had come out once with a pumpkin waffle, which was delicious, and they only done it one time and didn't bring it See, that's, that's a waffle. I can't, yeah. I'm fine with a waffle. I just really... Somebody somebody let me know who tailor-made farms, who's their market, <laughs> who's their target audience with this pumpkin spice blend. And John actually had the nerve to ask me if, if I wanted it. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> He probably got it and ate it for lunch and just didn't tell you. Do not, do not spend four dollars on that abomination. Do not Next bring time my team. I'm going to ask. Did you actually eat the pumpkin spice salad or not? I mean, maybe he did, and he's just too ashamed to tell you. I, I mean, he's I would got be questionable too. taste in music, so I oh, don't know what his taste in salad. That is, is true, and and he would be he would be too ashamed to tell me. Well, you know, we all have our <laughs> secrets, and we have a lot of other fun stuff to talk about today. Um, but first, if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the show. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY. Uh, you can email us. I like to read emails. Uh, we're Hungry and KY at com. I think when I said it on uh, GBS, I just said Hungry and KY at com. You know, that new domain at yeah. dot com. At dot, yeah. Yeah. You don't know. I mean, somebody probably has that, so you can try it. Um, we can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls if you don't want to come join us in the bourbon room at Fort Lewis Studios. I don't know why you wouldn't want to, but it's whatever. 
whatever. We can do video calls. Uh, not Zoom, though. No Zoom. I rarely use Zoom anymore. It makes me happy. I still have to use it. We still use it at work. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. It's a weird way to be. Yeah. Teams all the way. We And we have teams. We have access to teams. I don't know. Well, this can be for our third podcast. IT talk. <laughs> yeah. Teams talk. Teams talk. Patent pending. You can't have that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what you guys been up to? What's been happening? All kinds of stuff, maybe? Yeah. Well, you and I, we, uh, we hit up uh, East End <sighs> Table and Tap. Which is right across the street from uh, Carson's. Yes, the place okay. you can never get into. And let me tell you, if you can't get into Carson's, do yourself a favor and just go across the street. Just use Carson's parking lot, like <laughs> yeah, I did, did, and then walk across the street because their food was it was first of all it was, it was crowded. We got in there because yeah, there was a table and we got it because <laughs> I think we got down there at what like one thirty. Maybe, yeah. It was, like, or two. One, it was like close to two. So mm-hmm. it was still, because I think they actually do brunch till three. I think I read on their menu. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty packed. And like, they, it's pretty obvious that they make their own stuff because she told us they were out of. Well, they had two biscuits left. So yeah. We wanted something out of the biscuit. We better order it right now. Yeah. And the biscuits, we saw them coming out of the kitchen. They were as big as your head. Wow. Like, they were humongous. And uh, they were out of the spring rolls, and they were out of the empanadas. Yeah, they were out of everything you wanted. Right, yeah. <laughs> so I ended up getting a uh, like a, a bowl that had um, like a spice. It was like a Thai, Thai chicken bowl because I felt like I needed some veggies. And it had edamame, and it was really good. Well, I didn't think I needed veggies, so I got the <laughs> breakfast plate. But, um, well, I mean, it's just eggs and then their potatoes. I mean, it was good. I'm not, mm-hmm. that sounded like it was nothing. It was delicious. And then I got some sort of meat. That was two weeks ago, so I don't remember what the meat was, but it was good. I feel like it was bacon. Was it bacon? That I sounds so. like something I'd eat. I feel like it was bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I had a peach bellini. Yeah. And they had, they actually had a, there's a, a brewery in Harrodsburg, I think. Uh, it's down there. I don't know. Uh, friend of the show, Heather, would know. And she actually texted know, She actually texted me about it. And when she texted me about it, she told me that we should go down there. And we totally should because they have a ton of awesome food looking de- looks like down there. But they have beer. And I totally forgot about this place because, like, I just forgot about it. Mm-hmm. But they actually had uh, Scout and Scholar beer on draft. So I got that. And it yeah. was good. I would go back. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I want to try it. I was really tempted to try like their chicken biscuit or one of, they had chicken and waffles, like they had a bunch of stuff. So I definitely want to go back and try it for sure. But that's been there for quite a while and I've just never been. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would highly, highly recommend <laughs> if you can't get into Carson's, pff, just go over there. Yeah. yeah. Carson's is hard to get into anymore. Yes, I know. I haven't been in years because I can't get a reservation. I think they do that on purpose. So. That is on purpose. They're trying to like drive up demand or something, or I don't know. Yeah, I think you know we're not about bashing restaurant, but that's stupid. Get it together. Yeah. I hope someone from Carson's is listening because the general <laughs> public doesn't like what you're doing. Especially when. when and I want to eat there. I like the food. Yes. What did you say? You called two months in advance? Yes. Um, one of my friends called two months in advance to get us a reservation, and they said they didn't have one two months in advance. That cannot be true, Renee. It cannot be true. <laughs> No one's booked up two months in advance in Lexington. Come yeah, on. not Lexington. Apparently, 
Carson's is. That was a bold-faced lie. They knew that I was connected to it somehow. Because every time I tried to get a reservation on the phone, I just get laughed at. You're on a they list. They literally laughed at me. You're on a list. I will never forget it. Clearly, because like I can't stop talking Five months from about now. Six months from now. When can two I Two years in? from now. Yeah. Can, can I get I on get the in? list for my birthday two years from now? Nah. Yeah. Probably not. Nah. So, yeah. East End Table and Tap. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also went to a fancy place in Cincinnati called Boca. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure the same people who own um, Frank and Dino's own Boca. Mm-hmm. But it's two totally different concepts. Okay. So Frank and Dino's is Italian, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's here in Lexington. Mm-hmm. And then Boca is all about small plates. It's all oh, about okay. small plate dining. So you either get a, ta- you get a tasting portion or you get like a, a small plate. And the menu is very minimal, not a lot of stuff on it, but it was really, really good. Really nice. good. And you say you get as much as you wanted, right? Yes, you can get as many plates as you want. Like, it's like you're paying for each plate. So, sure. you know, plates are ranging between like, you know, 17 and 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 $30. And then they actually had a beef wellington that said it fed two to four people for $125. Ooh. But, you know, I ordered, what did I have, four, three or four plates? I could have eaten two more plates easy. Wow. Because again, the portions are super, super small. Yeah. It's all about the tasting, the tasting menu. Mm-hmm. Um, but hot, the quality of food was oh, really good. Oh, God. It was, it was ridiculous. It was so good. Um, I'm trying to remember what I had because John had this leek salad that he still is talking about that was absolutely delicious. And then we had oysters Rockefeller. Oh, okay. So we had these palm frites. <clears throat> And I have to tell you that anybody who is uh, is familiar with the Cincinnati area and that area, especially in the 80s, uh, will remember the Masonette. You all probably will not Mm-mm. because I think Mm-mm. it was closed way before by the time you all got up here. But um, yes, the Masonette. So the Masonette was a French restaurant that was like this big, real fancy-dancy, you know, French restaurant. And in fact, the... Uh, the people who took French in my high school got to go to the Masonette. Oh, I took yeah. Spanish, so I went to Chi-Chi's. <laughs> <laughs> Better choice, right? Probably. Um, but but yeah, so they the the whole they gutted the whole restaurant. Like it doesn't look at all like the Masonette. In fact, I never set foot in the Masonette when it was the Masonette, so I wouldn't couldn't even tell you what the Masonette looked like. Anyway, bottom line is they kept this one item on the menu in homage to the Masonette, and that is their palm souffles. And they are absolutely delicious. They they are French fries unlike you have never had before. They are puffy. There's they're crispy on the outside, and there's nothing in the middle. Like there's it's complete air in the middle. Mm. Yeah, and they come with this dipping sauce, and like it's just delicious. Okay, wow. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a special way you have to cook them and everything. And, like, they were invented in the 18th century. So it is, oh. it is like, a super, like, representation of, of real French cooking. That's cool. These palm frites. And nice. they were absolutely delicious. I've heard of palm frites. Yeah. But I didn't really know well, what I like, they were. I like that they did that, though, to kind of pay homage to, like, a history of the... Yeah. I yeah. think that's good. Yeah. And, and this is kind of an homage to the Masonette for those mm-hmm. of, those of you who remember the Masonette. Mm-hmm. It was too expensive for me to go, and I didn't <laughs> want to take French, so I went to Chi-Chi's. 
Oh, you mean you had to pay for it even still? Like the, the no, no, school? No, 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 the school the school paid for it. Oh, okay. But you had like, no, you, so you, but I couldn't like I couldn't like spicoli it and get on the bus. Like, are you in this class? I am today. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here the whole time. It's uh, like the yeah, no. So yes. I think I think when the when the French class went. Uh, you got a prefix menu, and I think most of the my friends who went like didn't really care for it or whatever. I mean, teenagers eating fancy yeah. French food, right? Sure. I mean, they're not going to appreciate it. Nah, I right. went to that's why I went to Chi Chi's. No, we never got to. I, well, I took Latin in high school, and there's not even really any Latin restaurants unless you count like Latin America, I guess, but that's a little different than what we were doing. Yeah, I mean, Greek, a Greek would probably be the closest you could have gotten. Girl, there ain't no Greek restaurants in London, Kentucky. No. <laughs> it couldn't even hook up like a Arby's Euro or something. <laughs> I don't know if the Arby's Euro was a thing back then. Those but, were so good. But if we did like school trips to the movies, we would uh, go to Shiloh's. And I, you know, I love Shiloh's. Yep. Shiloh's okay. Roadhouse. All right. So Shiloh's Rolls. Yeah. But yes, Boca. So highly, highly, highly recommend if you can get a reservation and get up there to Cincinnati. Yeah, sounds dope. Yeah. Do you do anything fun or nice? Uh, well, it's been a little bit since I've seen you all. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a wedding. Um, actually, the day my husband came home, I was doing a, I was uh, coordinating a wedding, and uh, my dad had to pick him up from the airport. But um, so the venue that we were at was Spindle Top. That's uh, here in Lexington. It's pretty close to the horse park in the mm-hmm. northern end. Um, I have not done a wedding at that venue. I've been wanting to, so I was I was super excited to go, and it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous in there. Uh, it kind of gave you like a Biltmore Estate vibes on the inside, mm-hmm. and so it, like it was it was really pretty, uh, and the wedding went well. Everything went really good, and they do the food and everything there. So, and they had everything set up really nice uh, and stuff in there. So, highly recommend that venue. And uh, then Sunday, I actually went to the uh, Coach Cal's Women's Clinic mm. and um, was there. It ended up going over longer because they spent more time uh, focusing on autographs this year and less on everything else like we didn't get to do as much of the other stuff because the autographs were taking so long but we got a ball and we actually got to go through and get an autograph from every player and then got Cal's autograph and the assistant coaches so got all of got all of the autographs but got to meet the new strength training uh, coach that we have this year and um, get to see some of the drills and stuff that they run. Uh, Coach Orlando Antigua taught taught everybody how to shoot free throws. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we got to sling some balls with the Severe Wheeler. And I got to ask uh, Oscar Shebway a bunch of questions. Okay. And I got to see the locker room. And um, Brennan Canada has a ridiculous amount of shoes. Like a lot of shoes. I'm jealous. Yeah. In the locker room, there's like two big trunk things and they had them open and you could just see them just piled in there. I was like all tennis shoes. Um, And then we got to go into Coach Cal's office, see his office. He was in there and we got to do a little question answer stuff with him and Ellen. And we got to go through the practice facility for both the men and women. Uh, Kyra Elsie was there. Got to see a few of the women's basketball players, 
and uh, LX18 was there, video and everything. Then we got a big group picture with everyone there, plus the players and stuff, which they usually do that every year. So, uh, but it it was uh, it was a good time. Nice. Yep. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Mm, I went to Scarefest on Saturday. Um, it's my second time going to that. It got a lot bigger between last year and this year. Maybe last year was still kind of COVIDy, but it was. Um, a lot more vendors, a lot more people. Like the aisles were pretty, like close together. Brett, I went with Brett, naturally, and um, he was getting claustrophobic because <laughs> there were so many people and so much stuff. But it was really fun. Uh, I got to meet uh, my favorite uh, Feliceros again, and actually get to have like, like a fun. I, I mean, I took a picture with her last year, but. I felt like I was rushed in this year. I got to actually like talk to her and hang out and take a bunch of fun pictures and uh, got my tarot cards read, Ooh. which I've been wanting to do. I tried to do it last year, but um, the line, like the reservation list was too long and I had to leave early. Were but, you uh, happy with the result? Yeah, yeah, it was fairly accurate. Okay. I think out of 10, like 10 being the most accurate and one being the least, it's probably about an eight. Okay. So, you know, uh, I won't go into everything that she said, because that's personal to me. Mm-hmm. It's personal to everyone. But, like, I know I had told Carrie that I was doing it, and you asked if she asked any leading questions. No real questions, really, to start. She just started talking. So, and then she, she said she, like, sees people or spirits around you, and, she kept saying, oh, they're telling me this, and they're telling me that about you, and it was fairly accurate, uh, and Brett did it, too, and, like, just the things she was saying, like, about his job that hasn't even started yet were pretty weird, like, how would she know, like, the specifics of a television producer's job, you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it was pretty cool, pretty good experience. We went to West Six the beforehand and had some beers and ate Smithtown seafood, that's always good, mm-hmm. um, they had a flight. I didn't have it because these are all beers I don't drink. But they have like a dark beer flight right now that's all candy themed. So I think one was Mounds and one was like a Reese Cup one. One was like a dark chocolate and then they had a cherry sour. And they gave you the flight and then a koozie. And inside of the koozie were like the corresponding candies that went with each flight. So you're supposed to, like, eat the candy, drink the beer. And they had, like, a Mounds, a Reese Cup, and a Dove dark chocolate, and then a cherry cordial. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that seemed pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Had a cherry sour. Was I was going to say, I'm surprised you didn't have a cherry sour, because oh, that's yeah. in your wheelhouse. I had two of those. Yeah. But, um, yeah, then after that, uh, <laughs> I just did a complete 180 and walked from Scarefest right over to the Opera House and watched Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really funny, and you know, I don't care for musicals that much, but I feel like actually like seeing like more adult themed ones mm-hmm. that aren't as like whimsical and fantastical or whatever, and that are funny. Like I, I guess I like those because Tootsie was hilarious, and it was really like well acted and stuff. And afterwards, we went to Pies and Pints. So there you go. Yeah, so it was a good weekend. Mm-hmm. Closed that place down, but uh, yeah. Pretty solid, pretty solid stuff going on. So, sounds like we all did some pretty cool things while we were gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's good times. So maybe we'll find some more fun things to do the next couple of weeks. Did I already talk about the pumpkin thing? Has that happened since I've been on here? Uh, yes. Yes, I think you talked about it last last episode. It was last Friday. Then no, you didn't. Oh yeah, me and Desiree also <laughs> went to the Jack-O-Lantern Spectacular in um, Louisville. That's where it is. It's in Louisville. At the Iroquois Theater. Amphitheater. But... Pretty cool. Again, um, we went last year. It was really fun. A lot more people were there this year. That's the theme I'm finding this year. Twice the people are at events now than they were last year. So mm-hmm. it was uh, butts to elbows there for the first half of it. But it was cool. Uh, I think I might have liked it slightly better last year. But it was still pretty neat. I had a bunch of pictures. So You think you liked it better last year because the theme? Yeah. The themes were more like... It was more like stream i don't want to say streamline they had a more overarching theme last year with the tv shows right. this year it was just like here's a little section with this theme here's a little section with that theme and they were like really random themes but i mean they were still like awesome mm-hmm. like who could do that with a pumpkin i can't i can't even mm-hmm. carve one so i couldn't i can't be doing all the stuff that they're doing on pumpkins but we also got some treats while we were there um there was a food truck it was called a bakery food truck called please thank you and um they had hot apple cider and then they had homemade oatmeal cream pies Mm. so we each got one and ate them on the way home and they were bomb would recommend i'm sure they're just a place out of louisville but yeah they were really good so that was also the other thing oatmeal cream pie sounds awesome yeah it was pretty pretty sick so yeah um i think it's still running through the end of the month Whenever you're hearing this, which is so. like Tuesday next yeah. next month or next yeah. Monday, I guess. Yeah, next yeah. Monday would be the the thirty first. Yes. yes, next Monday is Halloween, and then November first is Christmas. Six more days till Halloween. Halloween. Hall- I watched that movie last night. That's another thing I'm doing, something food related. But I've decided after I watched Halloween ends, I decided I need to watch them all in order now, all of them. So I've hit the first three. I'll probably okay. go home tonight and watch four, maybe five. How many are there? Seven. Well, including the Rob Zombie ones I and think, the Blumhouse ones, I, I think there's 12 or 13. Oh, wow. Okay. I think you have to include those. Yeah, for sure. Maybe uh, there's yeah. just 10. There's a bunch. Okay. So there's there's quite a few, but I watched Halloween 3 last night. It's my favorite one. Yes. Yeah, so. A lot of people got on that Halloween Tom 3 Atkins train. A lot of people did. Is a dreamboat. <laughs> yes, he is 87 years old, but he's still a dreamboat. <laughs> He was really dreamy in that one. So that was 40 years ago. You got to cut him right. slack. Cut him some slack. <laughs> he was in this prime. That's exactly right. His yeah. prime beautifulness with this Tom Selleck mustache. Okay, I'm done talking now. Uh, I think we could move on to the next segment, which is America's favorite segment Renee's Report. All right. We're going to. got it. Several things to talk about this week. So, I know we have mentioned before that a peach cobbler company is supposed to be coming to Lexington. I saw it the other day. There's one yes. coming to Richmond too. There is one coming to Richmond, and the the and I didn't I didn't know that until recently. But the one in Richmond is opening up before the one in Lexington, because yeah. I think the one in Richmond opens or the Lexington one opens up in like the fourth or fifth somewhere through that area. Mm-hmm. So Richmond's getting one of those and a crumble cookie. Yes. Um, the peach well, cobbler 
Company is opening up on October 29th at noon, and it's in the town center, which is off of exit 87, off of I-75, and like, I, I'm excited to be able to try, actually be able to try it. So hopefully our next episode, we might uh, sample a couple of these to try to see what we think about said cobblers. That apparently they have 12 different types of cobblers, 12, uh, 12 flavors of banana pudding, and six styles of cinnamon rolls. Dang. All kinds of things to choose from there. And apparently you can you can get any of the cobblers with ice cream, with or without, totally your choice. But it's also, it's served warm, so it sounds, sounds, like, a, sounds like a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just recently seen on... on uh, the Book of Faces, that Gluten-Free Miracles is closing their doors. I know. R.I.P. And it's on October 29th. Will be their their last day. I went a little further in the rabbit hole, and I found a video that the owner had posted. And she said that it's a combination of things that have caused them to have to close. So it's a combination of them needing staff and having a hard time finding people that are that will work she said before covid they were they had 14 people now they have three and she said and then there's a whole supply chain problem where they're having a hard time getting product in and then they more than doubled their rent she said so when you add all that together she said it just didn't make sense to stay open but they are going to take custom orders online if you enjoyed their confections and you want to continue uh, to get thing, get uh, things from them, follow them on Facebook or any of their social medias, and you can order offline and still be able to get uh, their bakery items. And then I figured this would tie into my um, my history. Uh, topic that I thought I would go over since we are getting close to Halloween and this podcast will come out beforehand just go over a couple of uh, Halloween times for everybody so your Lexington Fayette County uh, Lexington Georgetown Winchester all are doing Halloween on Halloween some places will change it and not do especially when it falls on a weekday they'll want to do it the weekend before so the kids don't have to get out during the weekday but they are keeping it on there uh lexington and scott county are doing theirs from six to eight winchester's doing theirs from five to eight uh jasmine county which is around your nicholasville area that is from five to eight so just to kind of give you an idea to get ready to have all your candy ready and or if you don't want to do it turn your lights off that's what i'm doing yeah i we have so many people that come when i leave here man the hubs are going out and going to buy the halloween candy as we get probably 200 plus i got tired of sitting in the driveway forget yeah. it there's plenty of houses around here go bother yeah. somebody else <laughs> sorry well scrooge i'm just never home so, yeah. or I was just find somewhere else to go. Yeah. So, my mom's at Scrooge, but, you know, it's whatever. I don't even, I think there's kids in my neighborhood. I don't know where they trick-or-treat. I've never been home in the past 12 years on Halloween, so they'll find it somewhere. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thanks for that. Uh, those reports, Renee. Appreciate it. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
All right, now it's time for America's second favorite segment. Everybody wants to try some food. Not bad. That was good. All right, so I brought a couple of things today. I apologize. I did not think about it. These are all the sweetest things possible. Um, (laughs) So... It doesn't really, I don't, Carrie doesn't love a lot of sweet things. And I normally don't mind them, but I've been nibbling on Halloween candy all day long. All the past three weeks long. So, (laughs) I'm about to be candied out. That's probably a good thing. So, we have, well, let's start with the seasonal one. I found this little gem at the Kroger's. And I thought it would be a fun, fun thing for Carrie to eat. Uh, This is... Popcornopolis pumpkin spice popcorn and it comes in a little cone like you'd get at the uh at the fair so i've been nibbling on it it's not too bad it smells really pumpkin spicy but it doesn't I don't feel like it tastes maybe no, my the taste smell the smell is definitely more pungent than the taste it smells yeah. worse than it tastes yeah. <laughs> again that's what she unless said. you get a, a a bite with a lot of orange there on it yeah that's super pumpkin spicy yeah, maybe my, I think my tongue is uh, dulled by the taste of what I'm drinking, but I don't mind it. I like it. No, I mean, it's not, it's not horrible. I don't think I would go to it. I, I don't think I would even Yeah, I'm not. This. But if it was laying out on the table in the middle of a podcast, I'd eat it. I feel yeah. like I'm, I feel like I'm chewing on potpourri and I'm not even lying. That's what it feels like to me. I feel like I'm eating potpourri. I mean, I've never eaten potpourri. I don't know what it tastes like. I mean, it's definitely it definitely has it's a pungent. It has um, a very strong pumpkin scent to it. Yeah, that's I mean, what it feels like. I feel like I'm chewing, ch- chawing on some potpourri. Yeah, I'm not going back to get this for my no. own. But I was just <laughs> like, you know, it would be really funny and mean of me to do. Hey, grab this and put it in the car. Well, you know what? I, th- I think that's and I, did. I think that's fair because of how many times has Renee yeah. has Renee uh, uh, bombed you with the uh, candy corn? And is she gonna do it again? Probably. Oh, I didn't know if you were gonna do it today. No. Or not. <laughs> I was like, and is she about to whip out something else kind of <laughs> gross? Not today. Um, and then the other thing I have that's not fall flavored at all. Um, it relates to last week's history lesson. Um, I didn't mean for it to, but it does. Um, these Kit Kats, it's a blueberry muffin. So uh, Renee has already tried these before. So me and Carrie have been nibbling on these. Yeah, Very this is blueberry. This They're is, really sweet. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are, but this is far superior to this this popcorn thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I like these a lot. I don't know how many of these Kit Kats I could eat. I don't know how much of that pumpkin I could eat. I kind of feel but, like that I'm eating the, uh, you know, that blueberry character on strawberry shortcake. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of tastes like. Yeah, I feel like strawberry shortcakes come up a lot here recently. I don't know why. I really like strawberry life. shortcake. Yeah. I like the food and the little, mm-hmm. the and the cartoon, mm-hmm. and the doll. I had the doll and the thing like flipped out. And, yeah, you know, yeah. made the whole. Oh, yeah. The whole whatnot and the what yep. have you. Yeah, so, they, these, aren't, these aren't bad. I think yeah. these are good sharing thing, though. Like if you bought it to, yeah. to share with somebody. I couldn't eat the whole thing. It is, it is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have to go on some sort of sugar hiatus or sugar detox after Halloween's over. So Good luck because it's Christmas. Well, I mean, obviously, for the holiday, I would go back to it. But even, like, well, it depends. Like, am I, it depends on what we're having for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Are we even having traditional stuff? One, we'll find out, I guess. At, th- almost at a Halloween. At Halloween and Thanksgiving. At Thanksgiving and Christmas, so. 
But yeah, I've had far too much sugar. So my taste buds are just blown from sugar. It all just tastes like sugar. Fair enough. But it's fine. These are fine. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, interesting flavors for everybody tries. Yeah, thanks. Something different. Thanks, Sarah. Well, at least mm-hmm. it wasn't ranch soda. Eh. Eh. Well, yep. um, just to let you know, Scott, our friend Scott, would like for me to purchase the clam clamonade. Clamonade. For you to eat, and he wants me to force you to eat it. So I mean, I guess I would, I would try it. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm tr- I would try anything. I tried the ranch soda. Don't mean I'm gonna like she it. Did. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, they make a, a mayonnaise that's a clamonaise. No, <laughs> that sounds horrid. And I said that I would try it. I mean, I'm up for trying Karen anything. And Kyle, we're disgusted. Now, if I'm, if I'm gonna like it, now that's a, that's a, that's another, yeah. that's a whole other question. <laughs> well, one day we might find out. Alrighty, well that's going to do it for uh, Everybody Tries. And now I feel like it's time for our newest segment, the Hinky History Lesson. (laughs) Alright, and it's Renee's turn. So, uh, regale us with your history, please. Okay, so I figured since um, Halloween was upon us, that I would kind of dive a little deeper into the whole, like, we go trick-or-treating, and we dress up, and we go knock on people's door, and we ask for candy. Where did this haul start? Where did it come from? So, I've done a little research and, and tried to answer these questions for you all. So, so here it is. Uh, Sam Heen was... Uh, Saul Wayne. Huh? Saul Wayne. Saw Wayne mm-hmm. was an ancient Celtic festival celebrated about 2,000 years ago. In fact, the history of Halloween itself is attributed to the holiday and where trick or treating had its first origins. So, during Saw Wayne, right? Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure you're okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is on October 31st. Mm-hmm. It was thought that the ghosts of the dead would return uh, to the world of the living, and in doing so, they will wreak havoc and ruin crops and also cause other trouble so villagers in turn dressed up in costume usually made of animal skins in order to drive all these ghosts away and save their crops they'd also set out an elaborate banquet table with food and beverages and stuff hoping to entice on the spirits and keep them from causing all this trouble this is where uh, the whole getting the costume was from and the first door-to-door traditions uh, may their thinking have started from that. There's also uh, they're thinking it may have come from mummying in the Middle Ages, uh, approximately 500 years after the beginning of Sohain, uh, during the Middle Ages, the first tradition that resembled modern trick-or-treating appeared. People were dressed up in costumes for the holiday, but they dressed up as ghosts, demons, and other spooky creatures rather than animals. And instead of laying out a feast to please the angry uh, spirits, these costume people, the first trick-or-treaters, you would say, start putting on performances. These new traditions called mumming and 
mummers, the costume people that put on the performances, that's what they were called, would go door to door singing, dancing, and acting plays uh, to ex- in exchange for food and drink. In, an important note is uh, on Halloween or later on, wasn't the only holiday that the mummers hitting the streets at time uh, as time went on the mumming also became a tradition through christmas easter and other holidays as well then there's also a celtic tradition called all souls day it was in the middle ages and that christianity became to uh, came to england and ireland as it became more widespread in the region its traditions started to blend with the pagan ones traditions of the of the celtics in 1000 a.d a new holiday was born. The Christian church created All Souls Day, a holiday celebrated on November 2nd. The, hol- the new holiday was meant to honor the dead and adopted new some of the Celtic traditions, including masquerade and bonfire celebrations. In addition to these activities, All Souls Day took trick-or-treating a step further. Instead of mumming, The tradition was for poor people to go door to door among the homes of the wealthy. Members of the wealthy would give them soul cakes, which were small, sweet cakes spiced with cinnamon, and ask that the recipient praise for the souls of their families that had passed away. This new tradition was called souling. As the years went on, it became an activity not for adults but for children. Children who went out on on All Souls Day would go door to door asking for treats like money, food, and drink. So then, um, you fast forward now to what what we call trick or treating here in the states, um, where they say that people now go trick-or-treating going asking for the tricks instead of the treats because the tricks used to be uh coming doing some disruption to your property or trying to prank you in some certain way so in order to keep kids from doing that they would give them candy in exchange for the peace so but they said that the term actually going up to someone and saying trick-or-treat didn't actually get popular until the uh, Peanuts gang, which is the Charlie Brown uh, stuff, came out and actually started calling it that in the States. That was 1960. I want to say the cartoon came out maybe 68. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look it up. Mm-hmm. I feel like I always look at the copyright on the, each of those cartoons as mm-hmm. when they all came out in the 60s. Um, now, I'll tell you what. When we were growing up, you always went to the rich people's houses because they had full-size <laughs> candy bars. <laughs> And there was somebody in Oak Brook that was the premier neighborhood uh, in Boone County near where I lived in the 80s. And uh, there was somebody also that handed out silver dollars. Oh, dang. Yeah. Also, it was 66. Okay, I was close. I was close. close. I was close. close. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. I guess um, that means that because we're not passing out candy at our houses, Carrie, we're going to get tricked. Well, you know, I could use... No, I don't Joke's on you. Right. I don't care that much. (laughs) (laughs) So, as as a kid, do you all all have, like, a favorite thing that you were... That when you got home and you are going through your bag, what was something that you actually, like, had to have? 
I don't. I don't remember. I mean, did you remember getting excited about any of your candy when you got home? The chocolate, I guess. That's what. That's what I like the best. I always liked. I mean, I liked the chocolate, but I feel like I always liked the nerds and um, yeah, yeah. Um, just like fruity things like that. Now they make the little, which I'd forgotten about, but then I heard about it on Never Not Funny earlier. Um, the little small fun sized fun dips. Yes. Yeah, they were talking yeah. trash about fun dip and I was like <gasps> What? I'm turning this off. I love fun dip. I'm getting rid of my subscription to never not funny. I'm just joking. I would never <laughs> Fun Dip is the bomb. It is the bomb. It is the bomb. And now, the best part is eating the stick. Yeah. The interesting thing about nowadays though is where we're at is Halloween's just become it's become more for adults than than kids. Yeah. Like I just don't remember growing up like adults like going crazy over Halloween like they do now and it mm-hmm. being so marketed towards adults. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now I feel like even like you hear of like adults going around with their kids having adult trick or treat where they just drink. Right. While their kids are trick or treating. Yeah. So. Well and you know this so this weekend this coming up weekend is the weekend before Halloween and it's going to be a huge part it's going to be a huge party weekend mm-hmm. for college students mm-hmm. and you know any any sexy costume that you can think of will be <laughs> sex, sexified costume. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably won't um, be a lot of um, fully clothed people, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, everything is always turns into a sexy costume. Sexy I mean, something. There's a freaking sexy SpongeBob, right? <laughs> I mean, that's an ac- that was an actual thing a couple of years ago. I'd probably still get it now. I don't know. Well, the costumes are getting uh, super creative, too. Like, you'll see some that are really cute that people actually put their time into. Um, yeah, it's definitely, I feel like the adults are, are taking over. I think it's become more adultified. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Especially, like, as of late. Because I feel like, like, my generation, probably yours too, Carrie and Renee, like, I think that Halloween was big for us as kids. Like, we were really, our generation was really into Halloween. Because it probably was with the peanuts or whatever, mm-hmm. one of the first ones to really, like, dig down deep into it. So, I mean, it's probably more nostalgic for anything well, for people now yeah, that are older. Yeah, and that, that's a good point. And I also think that, like, a lot of the trunker treats and mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that have really kind of also usurped the going the, of the door-to-door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of alternative things that kids mm-hmm. can do to get candies or whatever mm-hmm. that you don't have to go running up and down a dark street. Yeah, probably safer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you always hear those urban legends about what's in your Halloween candy right. or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you know? I I've I've told my Halloween story on on various podcasts the last the very last time I went trick or treating. Um, have I told that on here? I don't remember if I, I don't have. I remember or not. it if you did. Well, tell it again. I'll tell it again. What the hell? Uh, so, so yes, me, we had gone, me and my friend Danielle, who's our next door neighbor, and she's like, she's probably, she's my brother's age, so I think she's like three, three or four years older, younger than me, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, whatever. So anyway, it was my, it was my last Halloween, and we had hit every house in our neighborhood, which wasn't huge, because there was our street, and then there was two auxiliary streets, and that was like it, right? So they had proceeded to tear down the awesome woods and field behind our house that I loved so much. Uh, and put up condos so woohoo so we decided and this was when we were allowed to we went by ourselves we were just you know whatever so we decided that we're going to go back into the condos and see see what's up right (laughs) and they had just built these things like people had just moved into them Mm -hmm. and we we knock on this this door and we're waiting and we don't think anybody's going to come to the door and this uh this little japanese dude comes to the door and we're like 
kind of looked at him and he looked at us and we're like trick or treat and he's like oh okay yeah yeah trick or treat hold hold on I'll, I'll be right back and so he closes the door <laughs> he comes back with like a banana and an orange <laughs> and he's like here you go we we're like thanks Sick. dude <laughs> Oh, that's sweet that he actually was like, well, I'll yeah. give him some fruit. That's all I got. I think he was a little, he was a little stunned that, uh, <laughs> that anybody had knocked on his door. But yeah, he was very, he was very nice. And it was, it was, yeah. So that was my last, my very last year of trick-or-treating. And he got fruit. I did get mm-hmm. fruit. At least it wasn't a rock. True. Or yeah. a slammed door in your face. Mm. That's true. Yeah, I always look, look for nerds in my nerds. Halloween bag. And so I'd, I still so nerds. now I refuse to be the house that doesn't give kids nerds. So anybody that comes to my house, you will have them. I just got tired. We, I, I did give out candy. Um, you know, I'd sit at the end of the driveway and I'd have so much left that I'm just like, I don't want all this in my house. Number one, cause John and I aren't going to eat it and you know, forget it then. I'm not going to just sit out there for two hours and these kids not come by. So no, I get yeah. that. Uh, I don't have that problem. I think I swear. I mean, my husband were talking about it. I think, I think these people are bouncing from neighborhood to neighborhood. Oh, they totally and, do, and they just let them out in van loads. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it was like we have so many kids come by. I don't think I could buy enough candy. And I told him, I said, we're going to buy what we can buy, and then. When we're out, we're just shutting the door. That's it. Because, I mean, there are so many kids. Well, that's all like, you it do. is ridiculous. I, so, I swear, I think almost every kid in Richmond comes there. They probably do. Probably do. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good history lesson, right? Thank you. And I only know the Saul Wayne because, or, so, yeah, Saul Wayne. It's so hard to say because they talked about it on the last drive-in. But uh, Joe Bob likes to say Sam Hain just to piss everybody <laughs> well, off. that's how it's, like, if yeah. you're pronouncing it the way it's written, that's what it's. Sam Hain. And they'll go, I know it's Sawin, but it's funnier to say Sam Hain, so, which it is funnier mm-hmm. to say Sam I'm right there with you. All right. All right. Well, that's all for the segments. Uh, what y'all got to drink? Granny don't have nothing to drink. No. Because I left you hanging at Starbucks. You did, but that's fine. <laughs> you didn't read my message in. I didn't. Uh, what do you have, Renee? Or, Carrie? <laughs> well, what's this Scott think I have? Oh, yes. Um, let me... Pull that up. You guys, uh, chat amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Here, I found it. Um, She says, or she, I'm losing it now, (laughs) y'all. Too much sugar. Scott says, this is way too much. Carrie will have a Halloween drink or apple or strawberry water, but I also feel like it might be mango. Well, you know what? It wasn't any of those. No, but the mango was in that, you know, it goes close. It's, it's, and I'm, I wish I had mango, Scott, or any other drink besides the one that is sitting in front of me (laughs) that I've kind of had to drink because, well, you know, uh, it's it's there, right? uh, But it is a, it's it's key lime. And I should have known when I picked up the bottle that it was kind of like it had, it had collapsed a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, and I thought, oh, there is no carbonation in this thing. And guess what? There's no carbonation. Um, I opened it right before we got to start a recording and there's no carbonation. And I thought, well, there's no turning back now. So it's just kind of a flat, sour tasting water. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, When I was at Starbucks, I figured I need something new to try that I haven't tried in a while or ever. And I never really drink macchiatos ever because 
I really don't know what they are. <laughs> I, it's it's basically just milk and Diff- co- coffee. I, I feel love. Like they're all different. Con- all the drinks are just varying amounts of milk. It is. Right? Yes. Because yeah. my my go to yeah. if if I do get Starbucks, like in you, this is way few and far between that I go to Starbucks. But uh, I I try sometimes I'll treat yourself treat yourself, treat yourself to a uh, venti caramel macchiato. Let's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm usually just a latte girl. Uh, on the contrary, the complete opposite of Carrie, I go to Starbucks quite a bit. I'm a gold mm-hmm. Starbucks member. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's uh, one right in the hospital, isn't there? Um, So we have to serve Starbucks products in the hospital but then there's an actual starbucks in the clinic but oh okay you gotta really you gotta want across it. several buildings gotcha. to get there. It's, it's a journey okay you have to dedicate about 30 minutes of your day to going there oh so it. it's almost like a lord of the rings going uh-huh. to mordor type of thing yes okay if you play your cards right you can cross two uh pedways Ooh. all right okay but um this one came from the richmond road one so this is the let me see if i remember without looking Apple crisp oat milk macchiato. Oh, mm. all right. Yes. As I said earlier, off the air, it smells like Renee's house, mm-hmm. which is not a knock on Renee's house. Renee's house smells good. It smells like those, like apple spice. I love, uh, I love spices. fruity scents more than I like. I don't like floral scents. They yeah. just, they, they mess with my, my sinuses, my allergies. I can't do it, but I love fruity. Anything that smells like food and fruit and stuff, that's yeah. usually what I go for. It's like very much cinnamony and apple-y and, and good. And it's got oat milk if you like oat milk, which I do. Sometimes it doesn't like me, but I like it. And that's most of the things in this world. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. But it was good. It was um, fairly sweet. Not as sweet as I thought it would be, though. Like getting towards the bottom, the sweetness was kind of gone because I think we got to the milk. But it's pretty solid. Uh, probably not going to go back to it just because I'm a latte girl. I'm not a macchiato girl. I just like to say macchiato. <laughs> macchiato. Yeah, I'll stick to my rice milk uh, lattes I make at home. It's all just coffee and milk with flavoring. Yeah. That's all it is. Some of, some things have more milk. Some things have exactly. less milk. Exactly. Yes. Some of the milk is frothed and yep. some is just steamed. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't pretend to know. I have an espresso machine now. I'm just like, oh, no, you press the button and the stuff comes out. I really don't know the differences. So I'm learning. But, yeah, that's pretty good. should try it if you like macchiatos and cinnamon and apples. So, yeah. Alrighty. Well, good one. Mm-hmm. Good show. Had fun. I uh, made Carrie grossed out with this pumpkin spice stuff. And yeah, it is. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I ate potpourri today. Yes, yes, she did, and it was for my amusement. Yes. So, if you want to hear what else uh, we can amuse you with, or see what else we can amuse you with, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at HungryKY. You can email us HungryKY at gmail.com. And you can find our podcast every other Wednesday, wherever it is that you find your podcasts. And then, where do we find our blog at, Renee? Um, our blog is Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are on Twitter and Instagram as Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are on, uh, or we're on Facebook and Instagram. On Twitter, we are at BB and Eats. And our website is bbneats.com. And where do we find you at, Carrie? On the Twitter machine at Sports on Instagram or on Facebook. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.